Welcome to the Awake to Joy podcast. The advice and strategies contained here may not be suitable for your situation, and you should consult a professional where appropriate. Let's listen to today's program. Well, hello, everybody. You got Awake to Joy. Hey, Annette. Hey, Renee. Okay, so today I thought, since some people have little bits and tiny little flecks of what our past was with our sexual abuse in the back, I would go ahead and share a very short, very short, concise, and have you share concise as well what our past abuse looked like. And then if they want to hear more, they'll be watching the videos and they'll get filled in a little bit more as the time progressed in our lives. So... Uh, mine started when I was about three years old and I was being molested. And by the time I was, I would say around seven years old, uh, I was finally raped. And then from there, it all stopped around 10 years old in there. All of the abuse, mine were night visits that would come into my bedroom. The person would come into my bedroom and that all stopped around 10 ish years old and then, uh, entered uh, of course, 11, 12 struggled emotionally big time with all the past abuse. It just started leaking out. You can't shove it down forever. And it just started coming out. And then when I was 16, I was assaulted by a pastor of a church in his office. Mm-hmm. And for four hours was just horrifically abused. And that was the end of that era. And then from there, it was a process. Um, I accepted Christ when I was 12 years old, but my relationship changed when I was 17. And I, I would call it a recommitment to Christ, but surrendering more and learning that I could have this bigger relationship that I didn't even know it was possible. So at that point, because the trust was there, I opened up my hands more and let God come in and start the healing process of my hard heart to bring in that healing that I needed because I needed hope really bad. I was suicidal a lot and I needed Jesus to come in and help me to face just another day. And he did. And he gave me that hope and that joy. And now though I way back then was so bitter about my past and so what can I say the struggle bus was there now I could be thankful about the past that I have and all those that played a part in it and just be so thankful that God's timing is perfect thank you for sharing that so to share mine How do we keep that simple? So yeah, my earliest is two or three that I remember. I'm still trying to determine <laughs> the age of when it started. Um, I always thought it was around three or four, but now that I'm seeing little kids, I'm like, no, I was this size that age. So probably two or three is earliest first memory, um, just being held up in a car. I'll say it like that. And mine was quite regularly of being abused. And it wasn't just nighttime, though nighttime, it was heavily. And it went from not only those assaults, but it went to, uh, well, we've got to keep it simple. So 
it would happen in the daylight, it would happen at night, it would happen at parties. Um, so it didn't matter. Um, the person who was the perpetrator always found ways to keep it secretive, you know, in the cars with siblings in the back seat, and they never knew, you know. So it happened all sorts of places in public at stop signs. Um, I would be asked to do certain things and I would just always wonder why is nobody rescuing me? People have to be seeing this. Mm -hmm. And so I started getting this hardness of a heart towards people and thinking nobody's going to rescue me. There's not a rescuer out there, <laughs> you know? And uh, so for mine, it continued until I was 13 and it stopped because I finally spoke up and my speaking up was on a piece of paper that was probably about smaller than the little size like this. I just had to write down a couple notes. I was scared of taking a bath. I was scared of not being able to just like three things. And my mom picked up on it quite quickly, took us to the police. And so that was my first time of really getting to tell was to the police, to a police officer and then having it recorded as proof, you know, tape recorded. Yes. So that is in my story, I call it, my first day of exhaling. Oh. When I look, when I look back, I call that that was my first exhale. That I knew something was going to change from that point on, you know. And so, yeah, I was 13. That happened. Parents got divorced. I began getting counseling, and so I I did both group as well as individual counseling. I hadn't met Christ yet. Um, I thought he. I thought abuse was something that was too big for Christ to handle. So he just kind of went along with other business and helped other people rescuing them. But I thought this realm was not a realm Jesus could participate in. So I had a warped thinking of him. <laughs> and then at 15, I chose to follow him because somebody was talking about Jesus in a different light than what I had ever heard. He was talking about Jesus being a Jesus that walks amongst people, that Jesus was just walking from town to town and he had people with him walking with him and he was doing miracles. And it was like, so he walks with people. He's a real dude. He wasn't this floating in heaven, making a choice of who I'm going to help, who I'm not. He was helping everybody that came to him. Uh, changed your perspective. Mind blowing. <laughs> yeah. So he was a real deal. He was a real dude in my head at that moment instead of this distant God that sat on his throne and thinking I was being judged, thinking I was discarded. That was the word I carried. I was just a discard in my head until that day I met Jesus and he began to work in me and my sadness then turned to a joy. And it was noticed by my mother within months or within weeks of choosing to follow Jesus she was sharing. She noticed I was smiling. She noticed I had this joy and couldn't figure out why it was different. And I thought I always smiled and didn't realize I wasn't. So Jesus made a huge difference in my life. And from that point on, I've been growing since. It's been a growing process, you know, but I am grateful for, for Christ intervening and interceding and then showing me where he was through it all. So we'll share that in another video as well, because we're not doing the whole story here, but Jesus proved my misconceptions of where he was. So, praise God, he fixes that. <laughs> he does.
And that's why to explain as well, when we get on and we do our, we do the videos and we talk, there is joy coming out of us because Christ is giving us a genuine joy and a, a renewal of life, a renewal of hope. And so we can giggle, we can laugh and be genuine in it because we're not in those places we were before that were dark and that were oppressive and binding and discarded because those aren't our names anymore. Our new yeah, name. it's hard to live when you got shame just weighing you down so oh. heavily. Oh, yes, yes, yes. And I used to think going through school, people have got to see this on me. People have got to see this on me. And I was kind of the quiet one. I thought the same thing. But now I feel so free to just live and learn. I got a hunger to learn and to love and just to go ahead and forgive freely where before it was so difficult for me to forgive. And the sweetness of it um, makes me want to go ahead and weld that spirit with the sword of the spirit and just set others free as well. And so that's what's driven us to go ahead and do the videos, even though we feel uncomfortable being on camera and it's kind You're of a vulnerable person. <laughs> we're sharing stuff that a lot of people would uh, not share on video. Um, it's not about me anymore. What I realize it's about God and his story and to get that across to others so that they have that hope and freedom that they could have in Christ. Yeah, yeah. That's why we do this. Yes. I'll be, I'll be honest. A week ago, when I was praying, I'm like, Lord, I'm so vulnerable in our joy videos. I mean, they're, they're hearing my junk. They're hearing my current junk. They're hearing my past junk. And they're hearing my process to the present. You know? It's like I just opened a blouse or something. It's that, it, it can be that embarrassing to share things. But I don't get embarrassed when you and I are on video sharing I feel like God is giving us the voice and the healing that it is it's a requirement of you and I to just lay it forward and say here's where we've been but here is where God has carried us out of it and it's beautiful and it's being able to share where we're already still in some of the muck that is still stuck to our shoe that we're still trying to kick off, you know, because we're still working through some things, you know, like it for me and my relationship with my husband, just certain things and, and comfortability, we'll just call it that. But that vulnerability lets you know that you don't have to be perfect either. And lets you know that God can come in and even work in that. So you kind of get to watch my work process at least <laughs> and, and then that's as well. I mean, we're telling you stuff that not just from our past, but just what we struggle with today as adults, having had that in our past and how it's affecting our current and where we're having to still turn to Christ and say, oh, Lord, forgive me again or oh, Lord. Well, a lot of times we don't even see, like you said, this little thing on your shoe. We don't see it because it's in our blind spot until somebody points it out to us. And so yeah. that's when we have the opportunity to either leave it the same or choose to bend over, take it off, clean it off, and walk a new, walk a different way. And, and sore versus being kind of held back a little bit. <laughs> and we're not so, even knowing it. Yeah. 
Absolutely. <laughs> so there's the mini version, condensed version, definitely on uh, Renee and I's abusive past. There you go. Yeah. You'll be hearing more as we keep sharing in our videos. Talk to you later, Renee. <laughs> Bye. You have been listening to the Awake to Joy podcast. Views expressed in this podcast are of the speaker's opinions. Thank you for listening. If you could please give us a review below, we would appreciate it greatly, as well as sharing this podcast with your family and friends. If you'd like to get in contact with us, you can email us at awake, the digit number two, the letter J, at gmail.com, or check out our website at awake, the digit number two, joy, the full word joy, dot com, or visit us on Facebook with Awake to Joy. Under no circumstances shall Awake to Joy, its employees, volunteers, guests, and officers be liable for any direct or indirect losses or damages arising out of comments made. We look forward to chatting with you again. Remember, you are not alone.